Right into this mic today. Can you hear yourself now? Yes. Uh. That was uh, Ryan farting. <laughs> There's a. That's a long fart. It's a very breathy fart. How weird butt. It's loose. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck yes, welcome to After the Hype with me, your host as always, Brian Dressel. With me as always is Jonathan Hardesty. I can't believe I heard that just now. <laughs> Ryan James. I hope you leave it in. <laughs> and Chewy Darso. Take it out. Take it out. <laughs> Definitely leaving it in. Uh, special guest today is Hunter Johnson. Hi, Hunter. What up? Uh, Hunter, before we get started here, I'm going to let you do a quick plug section. What do you have going on in your life? What what movies do you have that are on the what docket? Oh, man. Uh, what do you have that people can rent? Like I sent you the yeah. photo from my PS4 when that popped up. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Two Jennifer is available. Check it out. Uh, from Jennifer, starring Tony Todd and Derek Mears, is uh, coming later this year. What did you have to do that one? Uh, I was a producer on it. Oh, okay, I didn't know if you directed yeah. that one, too. Uh, I didn't write it and direct it, but it's awesome. So yeah. keep your eyes peeled for that. And Ugly Sweater Party is coming out this year, too. So check that out. Awesome. And can you just get all these just on, like, VOD? Uh, hopefully. Right. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah, I was very excited when I looked at the uh, top trending horror movies that one day, and yours was, like, number two. I'm like, oh, go Hunter. Oh, nice. <laughs> we nice. had one good day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The rest all suck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, to be creative. Yep. Uh, okay, so we're going to do a quick where have you been doing section. Uh, John, you want to go first? Absolutely. Not. No, just <laughs> I did. Uh, I moved this week a lot. Exciting. So didn't get to do a lot of stuff, but I managed... He twisted and shouted, by the way. I managed <laughs> to split the time between a little bit of Uncharted 4 and a little bit of The Witness. Okay. And uh, I'm in, uh, in Uncharted, I'm at uh, that little Jeep section in the desert. Where Are you, you still there? <laughs> Yeah, that's where I stopped. I moved over to the witness. Actually, uh, weirdly enough, that's when I switched. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is this is not fun. It's oh, this is a whole chapter. Uh, bye. Just keeps going. Yeah, I'm gonna get back to it eventually. But uh, the witness is really grabbing my attention. Is it as good as everyone says it is? Yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying it. It's you know the people who are giving effusive praise on it. Maybe it's not that. Yeah, because there's some uh, puzzles that are really frustrating, especially where I where I am at. So I'm probably gonna jump back to Uncharted. <laughs> um, it's a good double thing. Like you get frustrated with one and move on to the next. Yeah, it works. Uh, well, after you get past that desert part in Uncharted, it's pretty much nonstop from there on out. Oh, good, good. I figured as much. Yeah. But the puzzles are really well done, and they build upon each other in quite unexpected ways. There's areas where I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I needed to use this knowledge that I gained from previous puzzles, and it was really, it's really clever. Like the praise when they say that it's a very clever puzzle game, and very well done in that regard is true. It sounds good. I just don't like games that make me feel dumb, so I probably never play it. Well, and that's the thing is, I, I kind of thought that was the case, but it kind of leads you in. So yeah. you, you at least have maybe an hour or two before you start to feel really dumb. So <laughs> you might enjoy the first hour, hour or go. two. Uh, Hunter, what about you? Where have you been doing? Uh, so um, I did some holiday traveling, which was fun. And uh, you can now download movies on your phone. So you can watch oh, yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, which is sweet. Uh, thanks, Netflix. Yeah, so you can watch it like on an airplane without uh, without anything. So... 
I'm a big horror movie dude, so I was watching Hellraiser 2 nice. on my Spirit Airlines flight in the middle seat between these two girls. <laughs> and it like dawned on me like 45 minutes into the movie when like this naked corpse is like peeling off of a bed that like oh like shit it. like maybe i should like kind of be a little more subtle <laughs> no but i do highly recommend watching gory horror movies on airplanes it is quite fun i don't think i've ever done it i've always been too self-conscious yeah, yeah. i always get self-conscious when i watch a movie with nudity i'm like oh god yeah. people are gonna be staring and thinking i'm a pervert right oh yeah hellraiser 2 is chock full of that so it's like <laughs> yeah it was pretty funny yeah. i watched what was it before midnight on a plane and there's a whole com- like a whole argument with julie dupley and uh, ethan hawk where she's topless the whole time, which makes sense in the world because they're married and this, this is just kind of what happens. But this while watching true. it on a plane, it's just like, wow, <laughs> this, is, this scene just keeps going, huh? <laughs> Those are some jiggly boobs that are not sexualized at all. Yeah, and not what, even remotely. What's he doing under that blanket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stewardess, I need a blanket. <laughs> Maybe two. <Yeah. laughs> uh, Ryan, what about you? What have you been doing? Uh, I finally got back to uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that's mm. uh, on Hulu mm. now. Mm. I can't tell if it's getting really good or if it's jumping the shark. It's um, kind of like... I told you it jumped the shark a long time ago. Well, it did, but it's either jumping a bigger shark... <laughs> oh, no. ...or it's getting better. It's probably um, The fawns would be proud. I really, <laughs> I really enjoyed the first half of the season, which was all about Ghost Rider, and uh, finally, like, some superhero shit happens. And now uh, this uh, second half is all about life model decoys, which is a kind of a cool concept they use in the comics to surprise people but it's usually about nick fury and now it's all about agents of shield so we'll see how it goes hmm. i'm still not i still don't think i'm ever gonna go back i i, I don't think that's a terrible show i just don't think it's for me there's now it's been fine. too much time in between yeah. all the episodes that like i'd be lost anyways and hate yeah. it so yeah it's kind of where i'm at i really need to get on flash arrow legends um, of tomorrow yeah i mean it's it's really daunting definitely. to have to watch all three shows at the same time oh, and no. probably supergirl too yeah. right supergirl, to def- quality i mean it, oh. but it's 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 not exactly quality but it's four it's hours a, of tv a week yeah it's to a keep lot. up on if you want to know what's going on in the crossover episodes. now you have three you years actually, to catch I, up on having you you can just watch crossover if you just mm. want to see that you they really just kind of throw it at you and cool. like with the exception of uh arrow which as long as you've seen the first two seasons of arrow you'll be fine i see well my friend's working on uh legends tomorrow and he said second season's way better I oh it's, your it's, friend. it's a it's really good uh the last episode was fantastic and i can't talk about because brian hasn't watched it yet i'll uh, get around to it <laughs> well he's the supervising sound editor so if anything if you like any of the sound effects I, i've met quite a few people that don't like legends but the first because season wasn't that good. It was fine. I like how they yeah. lean into it so hard. Like the other ones are like, all right, we're gonna be like, we're funny, we're comic book shows, but we're we're serious two guys. We're like serious. It's like and Legends <laughs> is like, yeah. no, just we're comic book. Come on. <laughs> the first season should have been called Doctor Hoop and all the dead characters. Yeah. <laughs> I like okay. that title. Knock off Doctor Who and all the dead characters. I'm yeah. fine with that because yeah. I really enjoyed that Rory got to be a time uh, master. That was time pretty Lord. fucking great. Yeah. Uh, Chewie, what about you? Where uh, have you been doing? I still have so many opinions on his words. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Try to move past it. I just you have the, a movie that you've been waiting years for. So uh, yes, I have been waiting years. It's true. No shame. Uh, <laughs> you should be shamed. The moment they come sucks. out, the moment they, I'm done watching the last one. I'm just like, oh, okay. When's the next one coming out? But this one, I was just like, why are you out of breath? Why'd you do that? 
this buildup is intense. Uh, Resident Evil. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Worst payoff ever. <laughs> I love the Resident Evil Evil movies. Resident Emo movies. <laughs> I would watch that. Maybe <laughs> it could be. a would little you, bit. Would you say this one made you emo? A this little one bit. made me fucking emo. Just because I mean, I, some people make fun of me because of how many of these franchises I'm into, and I always say, "Well, I'm into the ones that understand what they are, and they're a lot of fun." Like, I don't get into Transformers. I don't get into G.I. Joe. and I There's a couple other ones I don't get into. Twilight. I don't get in, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like the ones where they're, like, really genuinely having fun, and they're not trying to take themselves too seriously, and that is Resident Evil. Yeah. But in this last one, I think they took themselves a little too seriously, and they leaned, they leaned so hard into the action without bringing in any of the camp dialogue. Which is such, it's a tragic thing, because the camp dialogue in Resident Evil movies is, for me, pure gold. Like It's, it's funny how it parallels the games, because the games, which were kind of fun and cool and low-key, started leaning way into the action and turned to shit. Yeah, so I guess... Why couldn't this have been the Resident Evil 7? Since yeah. Resident Evil 5 was a disappointment in the way that it was a bottle episode of a movie, which was weird, but it, compared to this last one, I'll rewatch that so many times because there's so, like everyone in resident evil 5 generally looks like they're enjoying themselves oh like that guy who plays leon is having a blast uh, he's terrible but he's having a good time and it has one of my favorite actors that i always forget his name when i'm about to say it like right now yes give me you play kimi and lost yeah, i know who you're talking kimi. about I who kimi and lost kimi he's the villain in season four. Oh, kills ben's daughter mm-hmm. sorry spoilers no, uh, <laughs> I just started. <laughs> Wait till uh, at least it's been out a week. Like, Come on, Kevin Durand, if I can say his last name right, plays Barry Burton. Yeah, Barry's in a good Resident character. Evil Five, uh, and he's oh, having yeah. so much fun. Like he's totally. You want to be a Jill sandwich? Right into it, and he's just like owning his dialogue, and he was like one of the best parts of that movie. And we didn't get anyone like that in this last film. No one really seems like they're having fun. Everyone trying to play a really straight-laced character except for the guy playing Wesker. The guy playing Wesker like knows what he's doing. It's the guy who plays Wesker and is the guy who uh, played the main villain. He was in 3 as well. That guy, he he did not know how shitty of a movie he was in. No. Like he he really gave it his all. Yeah, Usually his like Jora, Jora, well, uh, yeah. 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 So Usually Jorah. like uh people want the franchise to get less campy as it goes on. You know, it's funny that you're like, oh, they tried to make it serious and scary. And it's like, but the thing is that it wasn't serious. It was just all action. There was nothing Uh. in between it. There was no, the plot really wasn't there. It was like a one line plot. And then there's no character interactions. You don't care. They have one tearful goodbye to Rue. What's her name? Spoilers. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) This movie doesn't even warn spoilers. Most of the people people die. die. (laughs) And then they try to make you feel bad at one point. And you're like, yeah, you just watch like Why four people. Why feel bad? Yeah, you just watch like four people, their crew get mauled by dogs, and then this girl dies, and you're like, "Oh no, <laughs> not that one that we've known for all of two minutes." Yeah, <laughs> and she wasn't wearing a bra while she was running. I guess that's the most you got out of her. I guess. Uh, I guess I'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> but I mean, definitely, if they make another one, I'm going to be there. Yeah, because yeah. it's just. I just kind of hope I'm they going don't. to be there, but I hope it's better because <laughs> I eventually I've given up on Once Upon, so it does happen. I do stop watching eventually, but you have to get pretty bad. Yeah, you stuck through all the heroes. I did. Oof. I even watched the Hulu uh, Hulu uh, 
I forgot. The Reborn. One, Reborn. I watched that. Uh, that. And then I even had some good parts in it. No, it didn't. That no one else cared about. <laughs> that made it to network TV. That just wasn't Hulu. Oh, yeah, it was. Oh, it was on it NBC, was? wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Uh, so I'll go really quick for mine because the main reason why I'm saying mine again, I told these guys when we weren't recording last week, but I, it's one of my favorite movie-going stories of like the past five years. I went and saw uh, Underworld Blood Wars uh on a thursday afternoon at 2 p.m and by yourself by myself because chewy was at work and i had a very short list of movies that i could see without her and this was on it so <laughs> i wonder why <laughs> so i'm sitting in the theater i'm the only one there and it's completely silent and like the trailers are playing and whatnot and i'm just like oh, this is weird and then uh about two minutes before the movie starts a dude walks in looks at me and goes oh there's someone in here i'm like yep and then he turns around and walks. I was like, yeah, there's someone in there. Turn on the sound. And the sound kicked on. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's not foreboding or a good foreboding for a movie. Yeah, it was really kind of like, oh, shit, someone showed up. I'm like, can you tell? I mean, you knew you sold a ticket, right? That's I mean, pretty dope, that though, just like having the, the personal theater experience. People oh, yeah. pay a lot of money for that. Yeah, it was really nice because it's also one of those remodeled theaters in Burbank. We had like the mm-hmm. nice like leather reclining mm-hmm. chairs. I'm like, this is the way to do this. <laughs> Although I did spill my popcorn the second I walked in. There's no like, someone else did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they know right away who did yep. that. It's like, oh, oh shit. That. So I tried to brush it under the chair a little bit. <laughs> it's like, I think I just made this all Somebody worse. Somebody made it hard to get to, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was not funny. the best uh, patron of the arts that day. But what can you do? Were you going to talk about the other thing? No, just that. Oh. I could I could say that I saw Silence as well, um, but nobody apparently wants to talk about Silence, so I'll just kind of skip over it. Nah. Um, it is a great movie, though, and I think people should see it. Martin Scorsese. We saw Silence. Yeah, we're two of them. And it was good. <laughs> it was a very good movie. But but we have other things to say. Yep. And we don't have time for that shit today, because we have to talk about Don't Breathe. <gasps> Woot. <laughs> Oh shit! We all just totally <laughs> broke that title. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so for a movie called "Don't Breathe," I watched this with the subtitles on, uh, and there's just mostly heavy panting. Is what <laughs> <laughs> heavy panting. <laughs> Don't pant. Um, okay, so really quick for like the the numbers and whatnot on this thing on uh, Metacritic, it got a 71, which is pretty decent. Uh, mostly positive reviews. I think there's like one or two negative. Uh, it says on the cover that it's certified fresh by Rotten Tomatoes, which apparently means something to some people. I still don't know why. Um, the thing that I find the most interesting, though, is uh, if you look at Box Office Mojo, this movie's budget was $9.9 million, and worldwide it, it made $155 million. Why? Well, that's what's up. Because uh, it's a decent horror film. Decent horror film is all you really need to make shitloads of money if it's uh, in the sam theaters Raimi behind it too you yeah know? sam Raimi yeah. behind it yeah if it's even remotely decent people will go to it you just need to get in theaters which is half the battle <laughs> but having your best friend be sam Raimi really helps a lot yeah um which we'll get in all that stuff later but uh before we do that we should do a breakdown 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 uh coming to you this week from hunter johnson hunter are you ready for this let's do it right. uh, you can stop making intense eye contact with me and look at the camera now <laughs> I'm going to look at you the whole no. time. No. <laughs> All right. Go, 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 go. All right. So these three Detroit homies are like, man, we're broke as fuck. And then they realize that this dude's got like all this money, this blind old dude, because he got this big settlement because his daughter got killed. So they're like, let's go rob this dude. They're like professional bank robbers or robbers or whatever. Not even bank robbers. Anyways, so they go and uh, they rob him and he, yeah, he, oh, sh- 
Oh my God, pressure's on. Uh, so he uh, the, the, he's psycho and he's got this chick and and shit goes down and they they um, I'm spoiler. You're out of time. Oh. <laughs> you he, just he, bombed he, that because you didn't put, want to insult he, Brian. He put his fingers up and I lost yeah. all control. Like all of a sudden, happens. That's kind of oh. why I do it. Some people that's really really weird. That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I know what it's like to be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire or something. That was intense. Do you want to phone a friend? Yeah, uh, <laughs> bro. Can you describe "Don't Breathe" real quick, <laughs> really fast? I'm uh, two seconds. You that was abysmal. Uh, okay. I, I didn't. I was so convinced you're gonna do it. I didn't have an insult prepped, which I've been doing lately. Uh, I would say your your breakdown was as embarrassing as it has to be to be a Green Bay Packers fan. Oh, <laughs> timely. Well, yeah. I gotta go, guys. Shouldn't have worn so much green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurts. That stung, dude. Uh, okay, so the only thing that I don't think Hunter touched on in that breakdown was, <laughs> was that most of it was, <laughs> was, was, was the, the majority. Of it. Um, there was a girl that he had kidnapped, the who killed his daughter in the basement, who he then impregnated so that she could give him a daughter as payment, um, and then basically he kills her by accident, and then the rest of the movie happens. They basically everyone dies except for the girl. Right? Okay, we and, can talk about this. What? And main, the guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. the main uh, what's his name? The villain, Stephen Lang. Stephen, Stephen Lang. Lang, thank you. Yeah, so everyone but him, those two die is basically the takeaway from this movie. So we can talk about it without spoilers. I've not been finishing up people's breakdowns for a while now, and I realize that as we move around these things, if you haven't seen it, you'd be really fucking lost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I feel like I should start doing that from time to time. So this movie where lots of stuff happened. What's yeah. the, what's the stuff you keep talking about? What's the stuff? I hate this podcast. Uh, <laughs> Number one fan, John Hardison. <laughs> <laughs> Zero out of ten stars <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, all right, well, so I think the uh, the best place to start with this movie is kind of like the hype building around it, because um, as I said, it, it cost just about ten million and then ended up making um, one hundred and fifty five million, which is I think rather impressive. It's relatively successful. Yeah, yeah I, I would fine. say I'd say it did pretty good. Successful. Um, but did it's interesting right. because it's. Uh, it's a movie where I know a lot of people who it's it's really kind of hot and cold. It's kind of like how people like Ryan was saying earlier was like, how did this make that much money? Whereas like I loved it and I know other people didn't. But like the hype going into it was really just like from the guy who did Evil Dead. And it's just it's a weird follow up, I think. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to me, actually. Why is that? Because he got so much flack from Evil Dead because he did a remake. Yeah, of that's a true. Beloved franchise. But it was also uh, with Sam Raimi's Blessings. It's a little different. Yeah, but most people didn't care about that. They just cared, like, you're remaking Evil Dead. How dare you? It's not funny. How dare you? you well, because Sam Raimi doesn't own the stuff he made. Like, the fans own it now. Yeah. yeah. They're the I'm arbiters. just talking about how the <laughs> yeah. fans reacted <laughs> yeah, to yeah. that. Because a lot of people didn't like it. Right. Um, I did. So by making... I know you did. We I both did. I, I uh, liked Evil... Yeah. yeah I dug it. It was, it was good. Yeah, yeah. I dug it. Gory. But so as a follow-up, making a completely original... Like kind of like a bottle episode almost because it all takes place in one very confined space horror film. I thought it was great. I thought it was a good move making a simple horror film that doesn't have too many special effects. Uh, it doesn't have big gory monsters, and it's not really tied into any other franchise. Well, it's a it's a really like you kind of touch on what I thought was kind of a good move about it, which was the he did Evil Dead, which was just ridiculously gory and fun mm-hmm. and sloppy and messy and whatnot. And then he did this one, which was like the polar opposite of yeah. that. Like mm-hmm. there, there's some gore mm-hmm. in it, but there's it's really a little not bit much. It's mostly just tense. With the yeah. exception of the 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 severe beatdown of the one kid, I never really felt like it was uh, 
an overly violent movie. Like it's violent, like in concept, but like in execution, you don't really see a lot of the violence. I was kind of expecting like a torture porn kind of movie. Yeah, when I, I started was too. Watching yeah. it and I was it pleasantly never, surprised it didn't yeah. really ever go fully down that road. It starts. It definitely. Yeah. It it, it looks at that road a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to talk about how every character in this movie can take a beating like a champ. Well, the exception <laughs> of uh, the exception of money, he does not yeah. really take a beating. Well, he gets shot. Yeah, he gets shot right in the face. Yeah. I think I posted this R- right after he falls to pieces, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, really, oh, don't kill me. Well, I, that's exactly uh, what I expect that character to do, though. Yeah. Like that type of guy. That's exactly how I expect him to respond. Yeah. You know, you called this torture porn. I thought halfway through, like I've never seen a movie where kids torture porn themselves before like that's what's yeah. happening in this movie <laughs> it's all their own <laughs> fault <laughs> yeah well, that's, that is true i mean uh just kind of moving naturally with this uh but it, the that's what i think works about this movie very very well it's kind of like the same thing that i thought about um it follows where mm-hmm. it's like these kids are acting like kids mm-hmm. their reactions to the the situations i think are very honest and kind of spot on before this house they were like living the dream of robbers, essentially. No one's around. No one's paying attention to us. Your dad owns a security thing, and we can just mosey on in to any place we want to. Yeah. Like, they're not really professional criminals. No, they're I just... didn't think so. Somebody called them professional robbers earlier. I'm like, I, no. I, I was as a joke. Oh, okay. but, yeah, but they they like to believe they're, they're professional habitual yeah. robbers. They yeah. think they're professionals. Yeah. They think they're fucking awesome. Yeah. And they are horrible. Right. They, yeah, they, they're they real just had bad. They're convenience yeah. robbers. Like yeah. this is easy. The dude pissed all over that girl's house. It's like your yep. DNA is everywhere. <laughs> like, like she tries that one person's clothes on in the beginning mm-hmm. sequence and then yeah. lays down on their bed. What are you doing? Yeah. I couldn't believe when they first rolled up to the house that the dude didn't wake up because they're having like full blown conversations right outside his window. Then they like oh, throw yeah. a rock through his window. It's like yeah, they he's blind, he's dude. Blind, he's yeah. Gonna, yeah, he's gonna wake up if yeah. he hears someone <laughs> smash through his window. Yeah. Like, ten minutes later, she's yeah. crawling in. I'm yeah. like. Yeah, like they are terrible Nailed at their it. jobs. They're real but, bad. But I think that's kind of the the point. Yeah, it must be. Because well, it has to be, yeah. <laughs> or it breaks down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like, if they were good at their jobs, most of this would have never happened. Right. Like they, yeah. the second that they went, oh, he's home, we're not doing this. Like the, that. Now that leads me to my biggest complaint about this movie is that it played out so hardcore like an 80s shit character horror movie it's like oh i twisted my ankle running away let me run faster uh, uh, uh. and they're just doing the stupidest is shit. that how those movies go yeah <laughs> like, uh, uh, you, you, sorry guys how many times have you seen the shot of the the woman limping away from the killer running behind her because she did something stupid well, that's classic yeah yeah, yeah but i kind of i like it right into movie. that and right. i'm so sick of it <laughs> See, I enjoyed like, that part of it. It, I, made, I really, it I, made more sense in this movie than it did in others. I guess because they're kids. Is that and they're the in his house? <laughs> yeah, but why are they in his fucking house? Because they want his money. I know, but uh, he never leaves. He's never not home. Come on. Yeah, I also like the idea that like they're just so goddamn cocky. But yeah. I, I like I like that about them being kids. So we'll yeah. we'll spend a little bit talking about money because he has the shortest amount of time. <laughs> but uh, I, I think the the thing that I like about money is that he is the cockiest son of a bitch in the world. He is convinced that this girl that he is horrible to is going to stay with him forever because that's his bitch in there. Right. Um, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's good. Sorry, that, that line delivery almost made it to my top quote. Almost. Oh, it's yeah. such a good one. But like that, and he thinks that he can just gas this guy out with like a little concoction. The bo- yep, that didn't fucking work. Because yeah. what? His window's probably open, you fucking moron. Because like, he threw a rock through it. Yeah. Seconds yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was the character that I honestly believed the most. Like, Oh, I totally I, 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 I was in. I, I liked his character the most. I thought it was the most like realistic and 
he did a great job. Yeah, he did a great job with a piece of shit. But like, yeah, he really nailed that. Like, I I've met those people. Like when I've done like those part time jobs in Chicago, like you meet these people. Like, oh this yeah. Is, I, I met that guy before. And mm-hmm. He's a piece of shit. And you annoying. met him? Well, not the, him, him. But oh, yeah, no. Oh, that idea of, of a character. Yeah. <laughs> Money used to be a great guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, he worked at AMC with me in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rest mean, in peace. The only lot, down- we worked with a lot of people from Detroit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the only downside to the, his character being so cocky and it, him being built such a way in the movie is that you know he goes first. Yeah, like, that's you, it, true. Like, well, I mean, it's also in the trailer. Like, yeah, you see him get shot in the trailer, so it's like, all right, did you really? Yeah, I, I didn't. I actually, trailer. Yeah. Speaking quickly back to the hype, I actually didn't watch any of the trailers for this. This is one of those few where I didn't actually watch a trailer. I usually watch all the trailers. There's to... there's one shot in the trailer that's very spoilery. The rest of it's actually very well cut. There's one shot where yeah. you see the girl who's kidnapped in the basement run out at them like the first time they see her. Oh, okay. That's mm. in the trailer, and, like, and you're just really confused in the tra- well after watching the trailer. What was that? Yeah, but it, it also leads to like, oh, there's more going on in the house, yeah. and I kind of wish that hadn't been in there I, right. I think it was a really well done trailer um but is there anything else people want to say about money i i, I didn't look up his name but he did a great his, job his character like you were saying he didn't have too much to do with him but what he did was pretty smart like i liked the sequence when he's talking to his um i don't know like collector or whatever he would be called the guy he sells all of his shit yeah. To. yeah yeah and he's just like i need more money like he's like you could see it. It's not just even a moment of greed for him in that scene. Like you can actually see that underneath his like whole like character that he's made for himself, his persona. He like he actually for a moment was like wanting to provide to actually get out with his girlfriend Dallas. Her name's Dallas, right? Rocky, I think. Rocky. Rocky? Yeah. Oh, I don't know why <laughs> I thought Dallas. Emily. Um. <laughs> Sorry. So, so you get that one little moment with him where he's you know the trying to like I need to do better, and then. When he actually protects her. Like, you get those little little hints mm-hmm. that he really cares about her. When he lies and says, I'm the only one here. And you're like, oh, that's your, that's your character redeeming moment, which is always what you want to do and to make you really care. Well, it's, yeah. the, it's why I think we can even have this much of a conversation for a guy who's in the movie for all of 15 minutes. But, like, like he is, like, in 15 minutes, they have such a, like, a layered character of, like, yeah. he is all talk, he's all show, but he also actually cares. And he's probably, it's just... Like, if he had a chance to grow up, he probably would have been good to her. If he didn't grow up in this shitty part of Detroit yeah. with right. absolutely yeah. no access to anything, he might have been a somewhat decent guy. Like, because clearly he doesn't want, because he could have thrown everybody under the bus and maybe gotten out of there okay. Who knows? Could have shaken things up, yeah. but he took a dive for him and it was a. But then again, you could also go for, is he saying, it's only me, and then he'll let him out and he's only looking after himself? Mm. Well, he's looking right at her. Like, not yeah, in a guilty way, but in the I'm going to protect you way. That's true. It's a very specific stare. You know the difference. I've never had anyone give me that stare because I've never been in the situation, so I don't know that mm. stare. Mm. I know sorry. it instinctually <laughs> as a woman. <laughs> you know when a guy actually cares. <laughs> uh, his name was Daniel Zavato, by the way. Oh. Uh, very good actor. I look forward to seeing him in more stuff at some point. Um, so let's move on to uh, Alex, uh, Dylan Minot. Um a minute, I can never pronounce his last name. Not Logan Lerman, which I thought it was for the longest time when I watched the trailer, because he looks a lot like Logan Lerman. They could be brothers. It would mm. not surprise me. Um, they're not. Uh, I really like this guy. I think he's a really good actor, and I think he did a great job in this movie. I like that he was kind of a voice of reason, yeah. and also a total fucking idiot. Oh, he's just oh. a white knight. But he's like the... Uh High intelligence, low wisdom character. Yes. Right. He's got exactly. the facts, yeah. mm-hmm. but he's got no common sense. Exactly. Yeah. Like He is just a complete idiot. And yeah, you're right. He thinks he's just the savior, the white knight. Yeah. He's the, he's the white knight criminal 
who's doing it for the girl. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons that I loved Money, when Money just looked at him and said, dude, stay in the friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's actually being very polite about the, stay the fuck away from my woman. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, like, he's such an idiot, because, like, he... Stephen Lang thought he was dead. Yeah. He can basically stand up. He knows where the keys are. He can stand up, walk out, and go call the cops. And everything is okay. But no, he's got to be the white knight and go down there and save the day. <laughs> right. And yeah. because of that, he dies. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, he's such a great idiot. I mean, he still, yeah. he is the white knight. If he had never done all the things he did, she would have died or gotten stuck in the house. She would have been gotten stuck with a turkey baster. Yeah, she would have gotten turkey baster yeah, for sure, but <laughs> turkey blasted. He did save her. He achieved his goal. He, he did. Just didn't achieve both of his goals. Right. Yeah. <laughs> which was to live. Well, I mean, they were an idiot. The, the, the kids are so stupid time and time again in this yeah. movie. Because they locked him up in a place where it's like, I think he'd probably know how to get out of that. Yeah. Y- you idiots. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that goes back to my people can really take a beating in this movie, though. His, oh, Stephen Lang takes a shit ton of beating. He gets clocked oh. in the like arms, in the yeah. head, yep. in the whatever. Like gets he shot in the armpit. Stay, like, <laughs> he doesn't stay down. I like that reveal near the end where it's like he wasn't the one who was stabbed. Yeah, it felt yeah. like, and I read this somewhere too, and I was like, okay, I agree. Uh, it felt like a very Raimi. Oh, you talking when Alex wasn't stabbed? Right? Yeah, Alex wasn't yeah, stabbed. Yeah. It felt very Raimi esque in its uh, like dark humor. Like, oh, it was a different body that got stabbed. How am I still alive? What you know? Yeah. I like that moment a lot. Yeah. It actually the my favorite thing about that moment is like that was the his beatdown scene was the only time where I'm like man this is fucking rough somehow yeah. those really close quarters not like two showy punches hurt way more to watch yeah mm-hmm. I think all three of them actually got like when 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 the old guy got in their grill each one's time like where he chokes her out mm-hmm. he beats the crap out of Alex and then yeah. he is right right up in money, uh, money's face. I was super stressed, and I even yeah. I even yeah. I even Facebook messaged that out. Like this, like, is so I, this is so stressful. This is so stressful because I was just like on the edge of my seat, and I'm just like he has him. Yeah, right, and, and you and just he's like, rough. He ha- he has such yeah. a, a rough, imposing figure to him, oh, and Stephen they always Lang, yeah. they always frame him too in such a visceral way when he's mm-hmm. holding her down. It's it's hard. It's hard to watch. Yeah, he's horrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just his acting physical acting abilities in this movie because there's so many people that play blind men and then they're always looking in the right direction yeah even when he's punching them he's not looking down at them he's still just kind of looking all over the place like his head is just constantly swiveling mm-hmm. he played the physical i mean well how i would assume a blind guy would do things i mean i'm not around too many blind people but i really believed that he's blind the yeah. whole yeah. time. I feel like he probably was because if those were real contacts, he couldn't see. You know yeah, what he, I mean? I mean, like, he, might be able to see, he might be able to see like, light and dark out yeah. of them, but I doubt he could see basically anything out of yeah, them. Mm. Yeah, because those things looked like solid fucking things. Yeah, they were for sure. Um, Unless they were digital, but I don't think so. I mean, I think they, I think they're probably enhanced in like the 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 night vision scenes, like yeah. when he's like choking uh, Alex through the thing. Scenes were mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that was. I mean, that's basically just, hey, did the... Not discounting your acting at all, Stephen Lang. No, did an no, amazing job. Not at all. But it's like the, that entire sequence like, hey, do you guys remember the end of Silence of the Lambs? That mm-hmm. part was freaky. Let's do an entire sequence like that. Yeah, <laughs> that, that sequence worked yeah. That's really where well. I start to get annoyed. Why what? do you get annoyed? So, okay, I understand that you're cocky robbers, but and you're in your 20s or whatnot. Cell phones are not good flashlights. No, they're shitty. Have more than one. <laughs> yeah. 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 That well, entire sequence, though very intense, could have been totally negated by one flashlight. 
Well, I mean, the cell phones were broken. Yeah, that's why you have a backup flashlight. And they're also idiots. Yeah. Yeah. The idiots, I think, is the biggest part that you're not factoring into this. That's, I mean, I'm kind of saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we figured it out. The kids were idiots. Yeah, they're, yeah. Yeah. they're real dum-dums. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Stupid heads. Stephen Lang was great, though. Yeah, Stephen Lang in this movie is fucking Oh, he's super great. smart. Yeah. I never saw Avatar, and after seeing this, I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, he should have been Cable. <laughs> yeah. He's you still haven't seen oh, Avatar? Yeah, you no. should check out Avatar. No, he's I missed it. the whole it. reason yeah. I stuck through the entirety of Terra Nova or whatever uh, that was called. Yeah, didn't that, see that either. That show was, was fucking terrible. It was Terra Nova. I watched watched it for him <laughs> he's so good and like you look at his career and he's been in a ton of stuff but i haven't seen most of it right like uh i don't he was in a western and i remember seeing that one but i don't remember the name of that now but like he he's popped up here and there but mm-hmm. he's a fucking great actor and like it, it i think he's just one of those people that he needed to get old like he looks good old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. I don't know what he looked like too much when he was younger. From what I remember, he's always kind of had that old guy face. Um, but it, it's like, yeah, once he's gotten to this age, it's perfect. Like yeah, him, he's pretty built in this movie like, too. Yeah, well, he was pretty built in Avatar as well. Yeah. I mean, no one paid attention to Morgan Freeman until he got old. That's true. But he also got old at like thirty. So <laughs> yeah. uh, thirty. Speaking of always old, R.I.P. John Hurt. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, yeah. Um, but no, I really like Stephen Lang in this movie. I, I think they did a good job building a character who you're sympathetic for for a little while. And then they do a great rug pull of like, oh, God, we should not be sympathetic for this guy. He's a fucking monster. The movie does it really well where they make you underestimate him at every yeah. turn. Mm-hmm. Even you as the viewer, you're like, this has to be it. I can breathe. No, I can't breathe. Like, yeah. they really do swap, you know, pull the rug out on you multiple times. Yeah. And they, it's it's great because you look at him and the second, like, they do something in this movie that I, I haven't mentioned yet that I think is uh, a horrible, horrible idea. And it's actually part of the reason this movie didn't make my like, my top ten of the year. Uh, they show you the ending at the very beginning of the movie. And I, I that really yeah. that really, that really knocked a lot yeah. of points off this movie yeah, for me. It, it was a, it was yeah. a, it Specifically was a very because you can move. tell he's pulling on a board that's behind her back and not her actual hair. That's well, what killed but, it for you. I mean, <laughs> but, but, that was the opening then, shot. But then yeah. here's what this also does. There's only three main characters. Yeah. You see her, she survives. Obviously, the other two don't. Money dies in the first 15 minutes. Yeah. You know Alex isn't making it. Yeah. Right. And it's like, oh, well. And the thing is, and like, you know she's not making it out before he does that. Yeah, you exactly. Know, like right. the first time she gets out, you so it's like know even, he's even back for it her. almost undercuts his reveal that the body wasn't stabbed. It's like, oh, well, yeah, you survived now. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's it was such a. I mean, I can see thematically why it's a very cool, dramatic opening. I yeah. get that. I can totally see the argument for it, but it does such an undercut to your story. They could have it's, almost yeah. just had the shot of just looking up at his head, dragging. Mm-hmm. Like, you only see him dragging a body. Yep. It's like, you can oh, just hear the sound and yep. you know he's dragging a body. Like, yeah, because then, then it could have been, oh, he's dragging the body that's in the basement. Yep. And then you go, oh, okay, so then this would have been something different. But since you know it's her, yep. it's just like... Uh, and a little change in editing would have been better, too, if they put the Alex reveal later after that scene. You know, it's like, oh, then you know you still have some movie left to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So when she got back in the house, so they yep. kind of shaped things up. Yeah, there's there's little things they could have done a little differently that would have made that opening not so spoilery. Because yep. it's weird to give away such a huge thing right in the beginning. And it's it really bad. Like you know, you granted if you've seen the trailers, you probably figured it out. But yeah. if you don't have that bit in the beginning, you might think that you might be more sympathetic to him. Exactly. Be, yeah. You know, because yep. when he it, when it he does. first like when you see him asleep the first time, he's watching videos of his daughter. Like yeah, he's a very sympathetic yeah. character. Yeah. If they they could have played that up. That would have been. It cool. causes this weird yeah. like hiccup in the editing where, when it finally gets to that scene, and then back to this last part of the house again, where you're like, 
I can't, I don't know. You don't know where you are in the movie. Mm-hmm. You kind of yeah. like instead of being like, oh, I'm I'm tense because I'm like, I'm tense because I don't know where this movie's going now, and mm-hmm. I don't necessarily like that I don't know this. Like, there's some weird like thing going on in the editing that just makes it feel wrong and not the right way. Yeah, exactly. It was just it was a very odd choice that like it's very rare that I I usually try to watch a movie thinking about it like through like a director's eyes of like, all right, what did the director want? I can see why this is his vision. And I usually try to go with it at least a little bit. That's probably why I still like Zack Snyder movies. Um, this one, it was tough because I, I, I very rarely look at it and go, that was the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, you know, they're outside the house and then back in. And it, like, leaving the house feels very thematic in a way. Like, mm-hmm. they, they spend the whole movie in the house. That's the, that's the mm-hmm. strife. That's the struggle. Yeah. Well, they, they get, get back out, out like, to go back three in. Times. Yeah. Well, no, but it's the it's the fact that she gets out, and then it's like she even has that one line. I, it's like the, you're useless out here. And then she gets away. And it, it totally ruins the entire drama of that scene because like well you know he's gonna get her because yeah. this is when that happens mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know for a fact that she's gonna get caught by him and dragged in the house now yeah. so it's like what would be like kind of a small victory of like oh shit is she gonna make it it's totally like alright I'm just waiting for this to happen mm-hmm. it really undercuts the uh, like the getting in the trunk the trunk thing yeah per her story it's undercut because it's like well you know he's gonna get her mm-hmm. yeah it's like you've already connected that dot that she's the one that he's dragging out in the street outside and this is the only time that she's outside yeah. So. Yeah. But the to lead into the foreshadowing that I liked. Yes. Because uh, yes, this is a whole bunch of like not so great foreshadowing we're discussing, but the first uh, steady cam sequence when we get into the house. Oh, it's fucking great! Oh, and I love then it. we do the the this is the pan into the tool section through the building and where we see the tunnel she's gonna walk through and then the gun under the bed, like that entire just sweeping movement of that opening sequence. I was entranced. Yeah, that was yeah. beautiful. I was just yeah. like, oh my God, it's like a puzzle. Okay, that's <laughs> going to be important later. We're going to be there. Like, But it was done in a way that's not annoying, and I was super invested it, in. It was that point to me, I think, was the, uh, and I don't mean to discredit Fede Alvarez, because I think he did a really good job in this movie, but that felt the most Raimi-esque to me. Like, yeah. that really felt like a really influenced, like a classic. Raimi thing to do. So like low camera uh, steady cam is just the Raimi move. No, it was it was more so the foreshadowing of everything in the yeah. movie, kind of like puzzle pieces. Because I mean that's kind of how he does a lot of his stuff. It's like uh, this is gonna come back, and he'll kind of yeah. do like a good focus on yeah. it. Yeah, like a and pull in, pull out. I hope you caught that wink. Yeah, it, it kind of <laughs> felt like a, a like a playful like here it comes, yeah. and like yeah. that felt yeah. very like Raimi's always been good about having that really playful atmosphere, even yeah. very dark heavy movies. Well, kind of makes them fun, and that kind of felt like that Raimi moment to me. And he well, was a producer on it, so he definitely had yeah. some. Well, and you can kind of get the feeling that he's, in some way, mentoring him almost in a way. It feels like it because oh, it's like all sure, these yeah. influences are coming in, but like he's still taking him in his own direction too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, and it's nothing against Fetty. I think he's a very yeah. solid director. I mean, he's had two movies out. I own both of them. I think he does a he, he makes some interesting stuff. There you go. Um, the biggest thing that Fetty brought to both of these movies, I think, is the lead actress though. Like yeah. she, yeah. she is great. Uh, she's amazing. Jane Levy. Jane Levy. Yeah, she's uh, completely different in this than Evil Dead. Like mm. it's two or com- in a uh, um, oh crap. I forgot the name of her show. Uh, so suburgatory sub- is that suburgatory? Yeah, uh, she's a uh, yeah, she's a fucking great actress who doesn't really get a lot of roles. I mean, she does something. I mean, she pops up. She's but, coming uh, around. I blame yeah. it on Emma Stone. They do look very similar, uh, especially when she had uh, red, hair. red hair. She looked a lot like her. Mm. I uh, think uh, these guys will continue to grow. Like uh, I could see Fetty Alvarez is like paying homage to all of his favorite things right now, and I think once yeah, he definitely. comes into his own, he might be really strong. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think now that he's done two movies with Sam Raimi, it'd be a smart move for him to do one 
kind of more on his own, like get yeah. like a different production. I mean, and, and I say that just because I want to see him grow, but at the same time, like how fucking awesome would it be to be making movies with Sam Raimi? Like yeah. the guy that inspired yeah. you to make movies is taking you under his wing and is showing you the ropes. That's fucking awesome. I well, think it'd be kind of tough to walk away from that. Gareth Edwards is walking away from Star Wars, so it can be That's, done. It can be done, yeah. yeah. I'm so sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you loved that movie so much. It was so much better than Awakens. <laughs> He's so far the top one out of the new batch. Ugh. Yeah. Out of both of them, <laughs> uh, both and then of them. we yeah, get yeah. such a last Jedi. We're not going to go yeah. down that. All right, we're, we're skipping right, that right, whole right, thing right, right, right now. Don't breathe. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so Fetty Alvarez, uh, I, I really think what he did very well in both this and Evil Dead is uh, he does a really good job creating like that super tense atmosphere yeah. with very little actually going on. Yeah, right. Because um, he did in Evil Dead where it's just like they're just in a room hanging out, but it was super fucking intense. And he did yeah. it in this one where. Quite literally, it's just two people trying not to be heard while Stephen Lang is walking around going, I have to fucking clean up this goddamn dead body. Stupid yeah. kid's coming to my house. But it's a really cool sequence of him just kind of, he's going around and they're just like, we're fucked. And it's very little happening, yeah. but it's like it's like the little things of uh, when Stephen Lang goes into the bathroom and that's where Alex is and he has to hide behind the uh, like the sink and it's just like, yeah. Oh shit! And like the movie's just so tense, and it does a great job of that. It it's also gets really tense on his like wide shots too, and like I, he kind of has a very dreamy uh, way of designing his films, yeah, yeah. which 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 is cool. Like the house looks so sinister, and like it. I don't I don't want to say Burton esque, but it looks like it's sinister and plain it, at the gothic. same time. Yeah, it's very yeah. gothic. It feels like a, a, a modern American take on like uh, Amityville, mm-hmm. sort of yeah. like kind of yeah. a modern. Like yeah. you, like you do not want to be in that house. Right. Like it just seems like a kind of like an, an evil place. You could see <laughs> that even if if the old blind man wasn't there, there'd be something wrong with that house still. Yeah, yeah. Like something would be just off. Yeah, and he did a good job. Kind of the woman in the basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help anything. <laughs> yeah, I love I love his style, and I think in I had the same issue with Evil Dead as I did with Don't Breathe. Is that just so the story? kind of lost me at a couple a couple moments with yeah. you know the characters kind of didn't act quite the way that I thought they would or or weren't quite believable to me but in terms of his style and his direction I think it's great got yeah. beautiful work as an overall beautiful work I the, the can't you know sing the movie's praises because it had enough flaws but as far as building tension goes and you know, using cinematography to to all the right ways. Is, is, all the he did shadows a really job. were perfect. Yeah. The lighting. Yeah. yeah. One thing that lost me a little, but I forgive it per- because of all the other stuff, is just some of the inconsistencies in the rules for the blind guy, the old man. Um, in that, like, he could. They're they're all smokers. Right. Yeah. He'd and, smell all of them. And right he could away. smell all of them, right? And then he the, smelled their shoes. He smelled the shoes, and then there was like, it was hard to tell with how much noise they were making if like how much was supposed to be just like we're getting that noise right. because of the movie and how much they're actually making. So there was kind of an ambiguity there yeah, versus how his response was to it. It, it felt see, like at certain times, like, he's got you. You're right yeah. there and you you make one iota, like a tiny little breath, but he doesn't hear it. It's right. like, but then later you like, and he's like, I got you. Right. Like, yeah. point with it's 100% even, accuracy. It's like, it's weird little inconsistencies see, that break yeah, totally. kind of at the, the three quarters mark where I'm like, this is getting kind of, uh, you know, I'll forgive it. It's fine. But, like, it bothered me a lot. See, little for bit. me, that never bothered me because when I was watching it, I always assumed is what you first said. I think it was supposed to be, like, what they are hearing. Like, they think they're making this noise okay. when they're really, they're not. I, but well, I don't know how the movie would have shown that better. That's, that's, a, that's, a, hard, that's a hard thing to figure out. Aside from that, like, why doesn't he, why is it crippling that he, so crippling that he can't put it in his own alarm code? Like, 
stuff like that. You know, when they when they set off the alarm and he was like, oh yeah, into Frankenstein's the, yeah, monster totally. all of a sudden. I'm like, you've never heard your alarm before. Right. Like, you well, didn't that, test that this also out when you installed it. I right. kind of suggest that he's super sensitive in his hearing, which would then yeah. would yeah. then yeah. break things down previously because it's like when well, they throw a fucking rock through the yeah. window. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't <laughs> oh, we swear all the time. It's okay. okay yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my ears. Ah, the alarm. <laughs> swears. We have yeah. a parental yeah. advisory on our podcast. We do. Oh, this should fuck. just be, we should rename it to spoilers and swears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> evening was spoilers and swears. <laughs> we, the fucking boat sinks. We, we get we to the f- down to it, you f- tards, <laughs> cunt. Whoa. <laughs> 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 you can say cunt, but not cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh, wow. What were we that talking about? Turn, <laughs> turn, we're talking about how things break down. Ah, yeah. by example. All right, well, after using that uh, expletive, let's talk about the most uncomfortable part of this movie. Oh Ooh, yes, the turkey blaster. Uh, <laughs> as a woman, <laughs> the entire sequence was okay. Oh, so please no, just, just don't do it. Don't do it, please. I'm looking at you. I don't even like the sound of those scissors. Like, oh, God. Oh, I'm walking through my mentality. Oh, he's cooking her some food. <laughs> nope. Oh, Ryan. We, we did have a section of like of the podcast where it's like Ryan's naive corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. he's just just as some- everyone knows, Ryan has a penis. <laughs> so he can't relate. <laughs> my, to cooking see, food? The, uh... <laughs> Anyhow, never done it the the, uh, the the scissor sound I really liked because that was the best. Stop moving. Yeah, like without saying a word, just snip, snip. Yep. That but that, but that no, was no awesome. the scissor sound of when he cuts her pants. Right. Oh yeah, that That's was so. The way that, that shot was framed. Themselves together you're like when she got to back me, the, the rape has already started. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the 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 thing about it. It was kind of you and I talked about it after we saw the movie in theaters. That I thought was the most genius thing. We we're kind of talking about it a little bit earlier. Where like uh, Fede Alvarez is really great about walking up to the line and putting like one foot over it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't dive fully in over the line. He doesn't go crazy over the line of just like where you're going to be uncomfortable and he'll go a little bit far in that so you're like oh god i hate this i hate this i hate this and then he'll bring it back Mm -hmm. yeah uh this one if if they had gone full turkey baster i think this entire movie would have been like all right now it's just torture porn and you just ruined everything that you were doing the fact that it walks right up to it it's about to happen and then goes the other way it was like and the, she gets her moment right afterwards. Oh, oh she yeah, gets yeah. her moment. Oh. Yeah. When she, he might get more of the moment. But. When he, she shoves that in his mouth, and it's like, that is every woman's dream. Yeah, really? That is Just his penis the, right there. Every and woman's like, you dream. you shut the fuck up. So every woman's dream, just get this clear, every woman's dream is to shove a turkey baster full of jizz into Stephen Lang's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not just in this situation. I mean, that, that sounds of normal like, to me. Oh, my God. This checks out. You're in the type of situation where someone is trying to completely depower, devalue you, and then you get to put it right back in him. Oh, so, yeah. Like, that is Revenge is beauty right motive. <laughs> But no, I, I think you're right. Like that was like the, the, was the payoff of that sequence was mm-hmm. fantastic, and it really it's very uncomfortable. And his gagging sound. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The the thing is, without that scene, if they were to cut out a couple swear words, this movie would have been PG thirteen. Yeah. Sure. And like as I'm watching, I'm like, mm-hmm. why is this rated R? Then you get to that scene, it's like, oh, there's your R rating right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not gory. Not no. really. It's just gross. And, and even how they frame the the baser as he's walking over, he's holding it like a knife. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it's a it's a visceral, I mean, it's a like, violent yeah. scene yeah. Yeah. without being very violent. But that's that's why a lot of times 
in certain sequences, you can frame a penis itself as a weapon. Mm -hmm. It is something that will stab you, literally. (laughs) It goes inside you, and it is a violent object in that moment. So they totally encapsulated that in that turkey baster. (laughs) Checks out. Yeah. I just love that they encapsulated that in that turkey baster. (laughs) (laughs) Such a weird conversation. (laughs) It's all... It's symbolism done well, like yeah. super well. It's again what we were saying earlier. It's like, like I really think Fetty Alvarez. You show has, how strong yeah, you are. He is a he's a great flair and a great eye, and it's really I don't know if it's he's being held back by Sam Raimi or maybe Sam Raimi's getting too much of an influence on him. But I really want to see him go out and do his own thing because I think he'll make something really cool. I never saw a short film that got him under Sam Raimi's wing, that apparently is phenomenal. But I hear like that you have to see that, and I'd be really hmm. interested in seeing that to see what he does when he's just making his own thing not not this is i really enjoy this movie and i think there's varying degrees of that around the table but i I really want to see what he's doing next um is there anything we haven't touched on i know we never really talked about like the production design or the sound which i think are two things that we really should mention we talked about the production design oh we did yes yeah yeah i mean they capture and we did talk about the sound a little bit talk about uh, that uh, dog going to the vent i was not expecting that i was surprised i was like he's not gonna he's going through that whole sequence i'm like that dog is not growling that dog's actually having a lot of fun look at that tongue yeah Yeah. that was my only i'm gonna come over i'm gonna lick your feet you can't get away (laughs) 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 that's what that sequence looked like to me for me that was kind of my only like i don't really have many complaints with this movie i think there are flaws for sure but they're mostly i'm willing to forgive them because i really like well-made horror movies so I, i'm usually along for the ride that dog was the most like i'm gonna play i'm gonna oh. play i'm gonna play oh, <laughs> i'm <laughs> supposed to be ferocious you just yeah. put a lot of growls and barks over my it's obviously like, not doing i that just like the uh, yeah they, the, just, they gave him something to make it a little bit more like saliva-y and like that makes him look vicious but that dog's just like i'm gonna cut off <laughs> <laughs> i just like i just like that it was like that oh come on no i mean, like she's not getting a break no yeah and That's i like a that smart dog and it's a smart it was, dog yeah. and yeah usually the dogs just get turned away at the first obstacle you see in a movie i'm like well no he's he's going for it he's just gonna figure it out i also it's another example of how stupid the kids are yeah the dog's out the dog's awake again what the fuck did you give him that like how could you not just put a dog to sleep like what the fuck is wrong with you or like tie it up once it's it asleep. Has a yeah really, like, <laughs> the dog has anything. a really good metabolism he, worked <laughs> yeah. quickly, guys. he was really excited to play with all these new people yeah, yeah. <laughs> i got new friends <laughs> They can see. I also, Where are you going? We need to play. I loved Alex's sequence of getting rid of the dog. That was a great thing of running around the corner and then slamming it into like the laundry room. There's mm-hmm. a lot of really cool moments in this movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, So we've kind of hit everything we want to talk about. Uh, I think it's time yeah. to move into quotes, 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 quotes. Yeah. Now, for quotes, oh. this, uh, quotes this time, I did say, I'm not sure if anyone took me up on this, because there's so little dialogue in this movie, I did say if you do not have a quote, I will accept a favorite <laughs> sequence in lieu of a quote. Sweet. Um, I have a quote for mine, but uh, Hunter, why don't you go first? What's your favorite quote or sequence? Well, my favorite sequence was um, the first moment that Stephen Lang's character woke up um, when Money's in the room. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was- and you never even see him sit up in the in the sequence. All of a sudden, they just cut to him, and he's up, and mm-hmm. he's looking at him. And it reminded me so much of like the Telltale Heart, like oh, yeah. where you're just like freezing your tracks and like. It was super, super effective, and it was probably my favorite scene in the movie. Um, and yeah, it was just that really creeped me out. Just that that moment. It was nice. That yeah, set the scene. That set the pace. Like from from yeah. that moment on, it was nonstop. Yeah, it was a it's really well done shot. Like the cinematography is great. Um, Chewie, do you have one? Uh, yeah. It was the moment when I really like understood her character, Rocky's character, when she's stuck in the closet. 
and she's watching him do the code into the safe where the money is and you just see her looking at it like I kind of loved learning about her character in that moment because you see that she's definitely a survivalist okay. where she's the I'm going to cry about this later I'm going to achieve my goal and then it's, it's total like fighter survivalist moment of I'm going to get that and I'm going to be really sad later that my boyfriend's dead but this is still my goal mm-hmm. yeah there, there's the only thing we didn't talk about with her was like there's thing, certain things about a character that I fucking hate but not <laughs> not because it's poorly written but because I now I hate her right <laughs> well do I mean I, do I, you I, hate her I mean she no I do she uh, no, specifically I, I, had I, a goal and I kind of hate all three of them she though, used, so it's not she like she really just her uses out. everyone to yeah. achieve her goal that's yeah. true she's very selfish yeah they but all three of them are in their own way yeah. they, we, we've talked about it we, you we know I didn't really mention I know we're in quotes yeah. but the biggest thing I hated about this movie was the fact that none of the characters were redeemable me. I mean her point her redeeming is that she's Except not really Alex. doing it for herself yeah. she's doing it for what I'm assuming her is her sister. daughter yeah her, her sister, sister. Yeah. sister. Yeah. Her daughter. I mean, yeah they all kind of had these very minimal redeemable things yeah but they're all yeah. shitty pe- people anyway but yeah. anyway uh yeah uh so uh, I'll go for mine mine uh mine is just it's a one word quote but I think it's it's kind of both a moment and a quote it comes right after Hunter's sequence where he thinks that he just put Stephen Lane to sleep and uh, money comes running down the stairs and just lands in the, the, the room and just goes, done! Yeah. And it's yeah. really loud. <laughs> yeah. like the, you can tell they even boost it a little bit yep. to make it a little bit more loud. And like, it's a great just kind of like shock for the moment because you're just, you're so used to this movie being quiet at this point. It's like, oh God! Yeah. And it's still just, you idiot. He did yeah. not fall asleep right away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lots of you idiots. Happen. Yeah. <laughs> that was my quote. That's me. That was the, the first like first third of the movie. Money I was like, you idiot. would totally be one of those employees that whenever, wherever he worked, no matter what he was doing, he's like, this place couldn't work without me. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> Basket Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, do you have a legit quote or just yourself yeah. yelling at the movie? No, uh, I have my favorite quote was a, another fucking you idiot moment was when she finally gets out of the house and uh, he, uh, Stephen Lang chases her out and she's like, you're useless out here. And then the dog comes bolting out the door. She's like, fuck. <laughs> I forgot the dog for the third time in this movie. <laughs> oh, shit, he does have oh, a dog. Uh, really fast. Can we discuss how she definitely has brain damage? Yeah, she, she definitely passes, does. Oh, yeah. She passes out. Three times in this movie. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That her sister will be taking care of her in no time. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right, time for pudding. <laughs> John, uh, my uh, my favorite moment. It's not really. There's no dialogue during it. Um, but it's when the lights are out. It's that. Uh, mm-hmm. inf- That's like, the whole movie, dude. Yep. <laughs> no, the the, 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 um, the night vision. The night vision. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't figure out the word for a second. Yeah. Yeah. The night vision section, but where she's about to touch his shoulder. Oh my god! The lead up to touching scene. the shoulder before oh, Alex yeah. is like, "Hey, what's going on?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like that moment, just in those moments, I was not even on my seat. I was like on, like crouched. Yeah, yeah. I was that like was really off the nice. seat and was like, "I can't deal with this." Yeah. And Definitely this is even after sequence. I posted, I couldn't deal yeah. with it. Like, yeah. we we very briefly touched on the sequence, but that entire sequence yeah. is just fucking perfect. Yep. It, is. Right. it is, especially with how freely Stephen Lang's character's moving. It's oh like yeah, and I so just, intense. Like, and it's like the, he's moving so quick, and like he holds his hand up to know where he is, yeah. but he hits the one rafter. Yep. Like yeah, he's done a thousand times. Yep. Like, oh, that scene's just horrifying. Oh, yeah. there's also that moment where he actually just stops. And then backs up, and the camera pans yeah. back, and he just disappears into the dark for your yeah. vision. Oh, so yeah. good. That was like that was second. Dope. That was second to that moment. I was yeah. just like, that's where I, I left the chair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Another one of my favorites. He left the chair because he peed himself. <laughs> it was actual. a mess. But thanks, <laughs> thankfully, we have hardwood floors now. It's okay. One of my favorite actual shots of the movie was after he gets shot and falls down the stairs, and she shuts the door, and you can just see the reflection. The two of his reflective eyes. eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was so good. A lot of really Suddenly cool moments. Suddenly, he's a, a lot diesel. of cool moments. Yeah, he got shined. <laughs> Shine job. He got moon blinked. There's a oh reference no. for like three people. Who <laughs> 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 obviously didn't listen to this. <laughs> Matt Damon knows what we're talking about. Matt Damon. We're talking about in 30 Rock when he loves that oh. movie. Oh, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> God, that fucking movie sucks, by the way. Um, I'm not going to name the movie. Either you know it or you don't. Let's move on. Google it, bitches. Uh, or don't. You're just wasting your time. It sucks. Uh, okay, so review system for today. We've done this one before, but I think it works uh, adequately here as well. Uh, movies, don't have to be horror movies, that take place in one location. Hunt for Red October? No, that totally works. I mean, I mean it's a couple ta- locations. It takes place in a lot of places, but mainly in the submarine. Yeah, yeah. Very, very dark, very brooding, very condensed and sweaty. And the noise, like... Ah. The- <laughs> <laughs> that's sound, what you're hitting at sound was very important in that in like really feeling the emotions in that film of like they're stuck underwater in this confined space and they're trying to fight and survive and it's just a lot the level of intensity was worked very well in both films for me i'll that uh, works. i'll play on that and go with alien uh, film in, in you know set in space that's the one location no on the spaceship uh, <laughs> all big of fucking space. location and, and, you know it's all the characters trying to fight this villain that they can hardly ever even see and who has a clear advantage on them and Stephen Lang is a fucking alien <laughs> sure <laughs> uh, I, I'll go with mine because I don't think any of you are going to think of mine and mine's kind of cheating a little bit because I think this movie is loosely based on it whether or not they talked about it uh, it's called Wait Until Dark from mm. the 60s uh, which is a movie about a blind woman who gets who people come in to rob her house and she has to basically rid her house of the robbers you did uh, cheat a little bit yeah. um, <laughs> it's what I thought about a while ago it's yeah. like oh this movie is very similar to that one but uh, that's why I relate it because they're very similar but I mean I think honestly Wait Until Dark is probably a far better movie it's one of the best movies ever made if you haven't seen it Holy God, do I recommend it. And if you get to see the play version of it, which has been done numerous times, the play is fucking awesome as well. Uh, but yeah, that's mine. Nice. Uh, I've got one. Um, I'll go with uh, The Descent. Nice. Um, solid, solid yeah. choice. Uh, just the the whole being stuck in a dark, confined place and uh, not being able to speak, not being able to move. Um, the themes played uh, similarly and also the tension. Uh, is comparable, to say the least. I really like that movie. Yeah, it's a great flick. Yeah, the sequel was horrible. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot there was one. Oh, that sequel. Yeah. It had some good moments. Some in moments. It, but overall, terrible. <sighs> I'm gonna go with uh, Hush. Hush. Yeah. Still haven't seen Hush. I need to see it. It's a home invasion, uh, but it's flipped around. That you're rooting for the um, person who can't hear. Okay. So yeah. it's, it's it's a slight twist on that. So it's instead of uh, sight, it's audio nice. nice and it plays with both very well and uh i was also very tense during that yeah i keep hearing good things about that i've one. heard yeah. really good things yeah I, it was unexpected i wasn't expecting to like it as much as i did nice right on uh, my backups in case people were <coughs> ended up taking mine were going to be either the strangers or uh oh, your yeah. next mm-hmm. which were okay both, both kind of similar reasons but those are 
lot of really good horror movies that take place about one house. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, that's what's so great about yeah. the genre. Yeah, yeah. That's, you that's only need one cost house. Nine million dollars to make. Yeah, just yeah. one house. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, okay, so that brings today's episode to a close. We did it. We <gasps> did it. Everyone, take a breath. <sighs> <sighs> oh, that was gross. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have eaten those funyuns. Yeah. Uh, okay, so next week coming up, uh, we have an episode that I'm very excited for. Chewy will be our judge on our battle next week, as she gets to judge. Four dudes talking about <laughs> chick flicks. Uh, so it is oh, our chick flick battle. I Enjoy. will try to not be grumpy. Because <laughs> I know you guys won't choose my favorite chick flick because I only really have one because I'm not really into chick flicks. And that's the main reason I didn't pick that one. Yeah. Um, Princess Bride? It's uh, no. Kate and Leopold. Nope. Um, not my pick. Yeah, definitely not mine. Uh, so all of our movies were officially approved by the writer of Fear the Chick Flick, Samantha Garrison. We did have to submit them to her to make sure that we're not trying to skirt the issue of chick flicks. Nice. And just pick oh, like Showgirls. It's it. a chick flick, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although Showgirls is a great movie. Definitely not a chick flick. Um, but that should be really fun. Uh, I know all the movies that we have on the docket. I don't want to spoil them right now, but they are um, some really fun movies and some really fucking horrible movies <laughs> talking to you Ryan <laughs> oh, Ryan chose a bad chick yeah surprise yeah um, but I'm gonna should, win yeah uh, I seriously doubt that you definitely won the worst <laughs> <laughs> you could not have done a worse job but I'm proud of you for it um, my, my imagination is going crazy trying to figure out which one it is it's probably the one you're thinking yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha yeah uh, okay, so you can find us online at ATHpod.com. You can find us on uh, Twitter, ATH underscore podcast. Everywhere else online, ATH podcast. You can email us at ATHpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Anything else? Yeah, read our blog. Read our blog. We have four articles out so far. They're all kind of about 2016. Yeah. And by kind of about, I, made a chart. I mean starkly about 2016. <laughs> yeah. um, but starting uh, hopefully this week, but maybe not this week. It might be the next couple of weeks. We're going to start having weekly uh, articles written by the four of us. And then hopefully one or two we're going to get to eventually written by guest writers. Uh, we have a couple on docket right now. We have some people who are thinking that things are right. But it should be a lot of fun. Um, I think the first four that came out look great. They're, uh, they're fun reads. They're all imbued with our personality, so it worked. Yeah, yeah, it worked out really well. I'm, I'm very excited for these things coming out. I think we have a guest blog coming from Jeff Ott, who was on last week. Sweet. Oh, good, good. After good. our uh, best of, I got a text from him saying, I'm disappointed in all of you because <laughs> you really liked Pokemon Go and Super Mario Run. <laughs> <laughs> he so is, he's got a lot to say about Pokemon. Watch out for that. Uh, I look forward to reading it. Yes. Pokey yeah. cute. <laughs> um, Special. Sorry, do you have something else to say about Pokemon? I was just remembering that boy who was going by the restaurant. And he, it was the Pokey place, but he thought it was a uh, Pokemon restaurant. That was and totally his dad that. totally yeah. punked him out. <laughs> uh, Pokeball? Oh, Pokeball. Yeah. Damn. And uh. The kid just had a moment where he's looking at the sign going, Poke. Oh. <laughs> he's like funny. five. So sad. It's cute. Um, and then Hunter, where can people find your movies? Uh, just go to check out LAHorror.com. LAHorror.com? I'm, I'm on the socials at LAHorror.com. Nice. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, uh, thank you very much for coming out, Hunter. Dude, thanks for having me. I love yep. uh, chilling with you cats. I've said this every episode. Sooner or later, we'll have you on for something that is not a horror movie. Do you, would I you mean, want that even? I, I'll pass on the chick flick one. Yeah. But <laughs> hit me up, hit me up uh, I know, mean, next time for the sure. The main reason I even met Hunter is because he's such a funny person. He was in my comedic web series, so we didn't have him on for Perfect. a comedy at some point. Which I yeah. saw, by the yeah. way. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 
Good job. Kudos. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> that was a good time. I love you great. as the store clerk, Brian. I thought you were hilarious. Yeah. I stole the show. Didn't yep. I? <laughs> Hell yeah. You Hell already yeah. owned it. Why did you need to steal it? That, that's very it's true. That brings yeah. up some very interesting questions, which we will not discuss here today. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, thank you for everybody. Have a good week. Bye. Bye-bye. Adios. <gasps>